0: Welcome to the Old Soul, New Soul Astrology Podcast with Robert Glasscock. I'm Thomas Miller, and today we're going to dive into a current events topic. So, we're recording this in the later part of September 2022. In the news over the last couple of weeks has been some Donald Trump updates as far as some of the legal battles that are brewing that have been under the surface for quite a while. Now, listen, here's the deal. Whenever you say the words that I just said, Donald Trump, that brings up responses across the board and across the political aisles. The intentions of this episode is not to talk about politics or to talk about what may happen with these cases. What we are going to look at is Donald Trump's astrology. And if you'd like to download the chart that we're going to be looking at, or charts as they unfold here, the links to these for you to download and follow along will be in the show notes. Whether you hear this through the ears of politics, (laughs) that's something that we can't control. And unfortunately, this is a monologue, not a dialogue in this kind of format. We can only put this out, but Robert and I have talked about this at length And the real intention of this podcast is to inform you, using a public figure and current events that are in the news, of something that is unfolding in a chart that Robert has been following since 2017. And it really is some incredible astrology, and as you compare this to the newspaper, whatever may happen in the future is what fate will unfold. But right now, we're going to bring you up to speed with some of the things that Robert has been following in Donald Trump's natal, solar arc, and current transit charts. Robert, did I do okay? I think you did. <laughs> did that, I think butter that butter it, it up f- for you? <laughs> I
1: feel like uh, a small child finally reaching the age where he can dive into the deep end of the pool. You know? uh, it's very exciting. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome
0: to the big time. <laughs>
1: And it's always, uh, these are fascinating topics to me, but I still uh, believe that you can approach these things just objectively. We've been doing, and you know this, Thomas, because you've been in many of these practicums, we've been going for four years and nine months at Kepler College. Uh, Now, on just mundane astrology, which is the branch of astrology that deals with world events and politics and political leaders and public figures and so on. Four years and nine months of this, and people ask me, how are they doing? How are the workshops going? I said, well, let me put it to you this way. People don't keep paying to come back if you're wrong. Now, this is not me. I'm not the world's greatest astrologer. I'm just another astrologer. I think any astrologer, looking at let's say the transits to donald trump's chart or to the united states chart would probably should come to the same conclusion these are basically formulae or formulas that have been around for millennia that have they're based on observed correlations between The patterns of the planets and the seasons of the year with the sun and the seasons of the moon every month and observations between those patterns and terrestrial events. They don't cause anything. The stars, the sun, the planets, the aspects don't cause anything. They synchronize with it. And this is a term that Carl Jung, the psychiatrist, came up with, synchronicity. So it's not that there's a magic ray that comes from a planet and hits you as an individual, but these cycles absolutely synchronize, correspond to events in human lives. And you take Donald Trump, for example, just recently, and these are just simply um, from the news, just from the news. Transiting Mars as we all know, entered Gemini on August the 20th, just last month. And as we predicted in these practicums that that you were part of, uh, we expected a flurry of basically bombshell announcements because of the nature of Mars and the nature of Uranus which Donald Trump has in Gemini in his 10th house of career. And Uranus itself is explosive in nature, by nature. And so transiting Mars over that Uranus, which is happening as we speak, is a trigger for the explosiveness, but it's in Gemini. It's multiple explosions. And moreover this transit of mars is different mars usually spends about six weeks in a sign before moving on oh no this time mars goes all the way through gemini and then turns retrograde and goes all the way back through gemini and then turns direct on january the 13th incidentally a friday Friday the thirteenth, wonderful. January, Mars turns direct <laughs> at eight Gemini and goes back through Gemini, so it doesn't leave. Uh, it doesn't leave uh, uh, Gemini until March of of next year, and at that point in March of next year, transiting Mars will conjoin Donald Trump's sun opposite his moon in his fourth house and so on so these are what we call angular positions this this is basically from the 10th force so mars is now spending what amounts to seven months in one sign in one sector now depending on where you have gemini in your chart it will affect you differently but it's a seven month transit in Donald Trump's chart, it's all focused on his 10th house, which is his status, his reputation, his businesses, all of it, his whole life. It's the the apex of everybody's life, the 10th house. So suddenly we have now seen this whirlwind week of lawsuits and court decisions that went against Trump, including a civil suit that was filed by the new york attorney general that partly seeks to prohibit trump or his adult children from ever running a company in new york again and that was just one of several setbacks for trump uh, as this probe into his his handling of the classified documents is ongoing uh, we even now just this past week see unsealed court papers revealing that a woman, a writer, is already she's already sued him for defamation. She now plans to file a second lawsuit alleging that he raped her. There's Uranus and Mars again. Event. So here uh, we can see six of the biggest legal threats, multiples. Again, they're all legal. And Mars, as I told you, rules Donald Trump's ninth
0: house of the court's That's what I wanted to ask, because the transit is happening in the 10th house. Yes. You would think that's the leadership, that's the uh, CEO of the Trump organization, that's Mr. President, but you honed in on legal problems as Mars started to enter Gemini, and I was wondering why you honed in on legal when the house that the transit was happening in Yeah, yeah, could be, but wasn't specifically legal as the ninth or even the seventh.
1: The reason is because in Donald Trump's natal chart, his ninth house of laws and the courts and judges is ruled by Aries, and that's ruled by the planet Mars. So you follow Mars if you want to track Donald Trump's legal liabilities and legal assets both but all legal matters as far as donald trump is concerned now uh, so we now have that the ruler of donald trump's ninth house is now angular for seven months so mars because it rules his ninth house wherever mars transits in donald trump's chart it will always carry with it ninth house implications because it ruled that house at birth And planets always carry with them their birth chart significance. Mars also rules Donald Trump's fourth house, which has Scorpio on it, his home and family. So now we have in Donald Trump's chart a connection between legal matters and home and family and of course, property, the other fourth house symbolism here. So here's Mars ruling both of those and now it's angular. And it's not only angular, it's going over Donald Trump's natal sun north node and Uranus in his 10th. And they are all in Gemini and Uranus up there from birth promises two rises and two at least two rises and two falls, two sudden reversals because reversals of the status quo was one of Uranus's characteristics. Nixon had the same thing, Gemini in his 10th house, two rises and two falls, at least with Gemini. Donald Trump has three astrological points and planets the sun the north node and uranus three in in gemini a double sign so you could basically say six because he's got these multiple enterprises always has had going on in his life but right now uh along with of course uh some other heavier transits that's the focus for these mars is always the action wherever it is by transit in your in your chart that's where you're supposed to be taking action
0: Now, let's bring this home to people so they can apply this to themselves. All right. So let's step away from Donald Trump for a few minutes and let's talk about now what you're saying is find Aries in your chart and whatever house that rules, and I would presume planets that are in there as well. Then you can overlay that to where Mars is transiting through Gemini in your chart, and that's. The application. Now, so does that mean that if somebody who has a Leo rising like Donald Trump that has Aries in the ninth house is going to face legal trouble during this transit? It depends on the natal chart. In
1: Donald Trump's chart, certainly it does. And in an average individual's chart, it well may, because transiting Mars, if it rules the ninth house, as you just suggested, is transiting in Gemini, even if they have no planets in in the 10th house in Gemini. Mars alone transiting through there will suggest this whole seven-month period, while Mars is retrograding and turning direct again in Gemini in your tenth house tells me that there are some very important papers during these next seven months contracts and legal and financial papers in connection with your career or your careers plural because you probably have more than one or you have a multi-pronged kind of career with Gemini up there so yeah in that sense now they may be buying a home opposite house the fourth house and all the legal contracts and papers and mortgage and loan papers and so on connected with that Uh, Or it may simply be that they are changing jobs and and the various paperwork that's uh, necessary with all of that. But, yeah, in some way, if, if a person's ninth house is ruled by Mars and Aries, let's say, then currently, just like Donald Trump, Mars is transiting their tenth. The effect on them personally will differ tremendously based on what their natal chart arrangement is. But with Donald Trump's chart, he's got the sun in Gemini and the moon opposite that. In Sagittarius which is of course an opposition <clears throat> so he's a full moon baby and here comes Mars with this exceptionally long transit back and forth and back again three times over these Gemini planets and opposite his moon so we see now what's happened with all of his properties Mar-a-Lago uh, Bedminster the golf courses all of that all of that is being hit by these charges But that's just in Donald Trump's chart because of the nature of his his natal arrangement of
0: planets. Let's I want to keep this practical for people. Just give us a couple of other theoretical examples. Now, stepping away again from Donald Trump, if somebody has Aries on the cusp of their first house, so they are Aries rising. Yep. How would they be impacted?
1: Well, Aries Rising, of course, is ruled by Mars, and Aries Rising is one of the the reasons a person is born with Aries Rising, chooses to be born with Aries Rising, is to learn in this lifetime what it means to have a self-initiated, self-motivated life, perhaps because in past lives, they have sacrificed their lives to other people. They've followed the leader in past lives. Or they became a member of a religious cult and subsumed that subsumed their own individuality. So in this life, anybody with Aries rising is born to figure out how to live a self-directed, self-motivated life. By nature, people may come... It depends on where their Mars is at birth by sign because it rules their chart. But generally, with with Aries rising, these are the people later in life, when they get to be 40 or older, other people will say of them, she's her own woman or he's his own man. And it's easier to do that if you are a male simply because of the cultural gender biases that exist. If you're a woman born with Aries rising, you may be a go-getter and a leader and tough and outspoken but there's so many cultural restrictions in many many cultures about tamping that stuff down if you're a woman so it's harder but absolutely it's true it's also interesting that Aries the the house where you find Aries in your natal chart is where you start everything and if you look at Donald Trump's even though the bulk of Aries is, is, is in his eighth he's got 29 degrees on his ninth. nonetheless the ninth house, Donald Trump's whole career, if you read about it, he's filed over 4,000 lawsuits. So he is constantly involved in lawsuits. He's following Roy Cohn's advice. Sue, 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 and never admit defeat. And this has been the story of his life, which he learned from his father as well. So where he starts everything is with, with his ninth house. How can I uh, profit from this, exploit this. And I don't mean that in a negative way. That's part of what being a businessman is, is to learn to profit and learn to exploit. But that's where he starts everything.
0: What a fascinating correlation, though, right yeah. there in the chart.
1: And then with Aries, also the bulk of it in his eighth house, it is all about other people's money with Donald Trump. That's where Aries is. So he starts from what, what kind of a transaction can I do with you to make money? And that's his whole life. And that's the eighth house, other people's money. So it's, it is fascinating. And then, of course, where he has Scorpio is also ruled by Mars. So real estate is obviously where he's made much of his fortune.
0: Wow. Incredible. There's one other house that I wanted to ask, and that is if Aries is on the seventh, the House of Relationships.
1: There you go. Very often that is a romantic by nature. Again, all of this depends on the natal, natal planets. But a person with Aries on the seventh, very idealistic and is looking for an ideal marriage because they feel like it will give, it will complete them in a way and maybe give them the initiative and drive that they might otherwise feel they would lack so that the concept of if i get married if i find the ideal wife the ideal husband and we have kids that's going to make that's going to motivate me and i will succeed for them aries though on the other the the house of the other on the seventh cusp is interesting because it is the sign of self-initiative and when it's on the seventh cusp, these people are tend to be always looking for this ideal partner or mate that's going to make the big difference in their lives. And they won't be complete until they have that. You see what I'm saying? So they can unconsciously. Uh, sacrifice everything in their lives, trying to find this ideal, wonderful, miraculous love of the ages that's going to turn their lives around. And that, too, is a mistake because there's only one person who can turn your life around, and that's, of course, you.
0: This is fascinating. Wow. And to use something that's going on in the headlines, bringing it forward, applying it to our own child. I wish we had time to do all 12 Mm -hmm. folks, but we don't. And if you would like to talk to Robert about your Aries location, your <laughs> your Gemini, your Mars transit, he's not booking past seven months out, so you have plenty of time. He is booking several weeks out, but not seven months, so you can get it in before Mars transits Gemini in your own life. And this duality, this plurality, the twos you could explore with him in your own chart and any other questions. He is available, and the contact information for that is in the show notes. Wow, we have so much going on. These podcasts are now on YouTube and the Fun Astrology channel, and we have our Discord channel that has become really active with Kristen Lawhead leading that conversation. And there's a lot more, but we'll let you catch up with that in the show notes. Hope this landed in the way that it was intended. Thank you so much for listening.